0: Welcome to the Encounter Christian Church message podcast, where we bring you the latest messages from our Sunday services. To find out more about Encounter, or to plan your visit with us, you can find us online at www.encounter.cc. We hope you enjoy this message. Hello there, and welcome to Church Online. It's so great to have you with us today. I just want to welcome those who are watching for the first time. Uh, It's a pleasure to have you tuning in. Look, I just want to quickly mention... uh, you know, just a shout out to those who are in Melbourne right now who are going through a tough time with these uh, restrictions. You know, I think there was hope of coming out of that uh, with restrictions easing and uh, and then this news of, uh, you know, things being tightened up. That's very so our thoughts and prayers go to all of our family members and, and church uh, families in Melbourne who are going through that right now. And so let's continue to pray for them and uh, uphold them in our prayers uh, during this season. This is a tough season. You know, for us as a church, uh, this, is, uh, this means that uh, restrictions easing is going to take a little time now. I can't see us uh, having 50 people like we were planning to anytime soon. I hope that's not the case, but I, it seems like it's more than likely. So, you know, we're going to continue to forge ahead. We're going to continue to do church the best way that we can. You know, God still has plans and purposes for this church, and we're going to continue to uh, go after those things and, and do all that we can to uh, to make those things come to fruition through this church. You know, I just want to mention last week's service. Uh, we had 20 people here for the first time, and it was such a great day. You know, I just, uh, for me personally, it was so great to uh, come and, and have people here and, and just see people that I hadn't seen for a long time. But one of the greatest parts about it was just uh, the presence of God was so evident on Sunday morning you know, we, uh, we had worship uh, and, uh, and we preached the word and we had just such a good prayer time at the end and I was just so touched by that uh, and so touched as everyone was just, there was just a real sense of unity uh, coming back together and just excitement for being back together. So that gave me a lot of confidence going forward. You know, God has his hand on this church and I believe he wants to do amazing things in this church. So, you know, let's continue to have faith for the future. I'm looking forward to what God wants to do in this next season. You know, this, this week we're starting a new series called um, The Comeback Trail. And, you know, we're all coming back uh, from from setbacks right now. You know, for us as a church, we, uh, you know, we can't meet right now. And this is the first time I've ever experienced in my lifetime that, uh, you know, you just can't attend church on a Sunday. And for, for us as a church... Like, that's a big part of our core uh, core business. Like, that's who we are in terms of uh, – it's one of the major things that we do is coming together, building community and encouraging one another and not being able to do Sunday services uh, takes away from that. And so there's a huge disconnect right now uh, and, and it's hard to build when you can't meet together. And so this is a setback for us. And so there's, there is a comeback trail that, uh, that we're on. And same with so many other people, organisations, businesses, maybe in your own personal life, uh, you know, th- this has been a huge setback for you. Maybe you've lost a job or, or a business has closed or something, something else has happened during the season. So there's this setback that's taken place and you've got to come back from it. And, you know, I was thinking about uh, comeback stories that I've ever heard because comeback stories are inspiring they, they encourage us to, to push through. And one of those ones was Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan uh, is one of the greatest basketball players uh, in the world. And he's probably one of my favorite. And, uh, you know, just recently he released a, um, a docu-series on Netflix called The Last Dance. And I, I really look forward to watching that every week when it came out, they released two episodes. And, uh, it was just brought back so much uh so many memories for me uh of of my childhood and, and um playing basketball and, and you know looking at Michael Jordan as this uh guy that I wanted to be like. Everyone wanted to be like Mike. And uh you know uh when he started off in basketball in his high school year, he uh he got cut from the high school team. You know, he, he had aspirations to be in the NBA best he could be and uh in his first year in high school, he got cut and uh you know I, he tells the story that that was devastating for him he and uh to be cut from the team is, is can be soul destroying when you have so much hopes and dreams put on it and uh but what it did for him is it actually allowed him uh to to rethink how he was going to go about and, and get better and what he did is he actually uh put more effort. Into uh, really training harder uh, to getting better, and I think that was a pivotal moment in his, in his life where he developed, uh, you know, a sense of uh, of uh, working hard and uh, routine and upskilling that uh, carried him through to become one of the greatest players in the world, if not the greatest player. And you know, this is what this is what setbacks do. Setbacks can um, can hold us back. Obviously, uh, help change our future and make us better. And so we all have these comeback trails, these comeback stories, uh, and we all have the opportunity to have a good one. And so for us as a church, uh, we're in a comeback season, and I think we can come back strong. And so we want to speak into uh, what makes a good comeback trail over this next series. And I believe, uh, you know, there's some things we can do uh, as individuals and as a have a great comeback story and so we're going to talk about this comeback trail over the next few weeks Uh, but this week for for part one I've entitled my message building through adversity building through adversity see adversity according to the dictionary is is a difficult or unpleasant situation a difficult or unpleasant situation now we all have difficult seasons we all have unpleasant situations And for me personally, you know, I have my own comeback story and I think everyone does. And for me, um, you know, my my Christian journey has been one that has been, uh, was very difficult to start. You know, I I didn't, I've talked about this before in church many times, uh, but my, uh, before I became a Christian, I was living a life that was unhealthy, uh, that was causing me a lot of uh, damage and... uh, know partying and and drugs and alcohol and all that sort of stuff that that caught up on me and uh coming back from that took a long time uh you know my mental health and and how I saw myself and and you know my confidence was knocked and anxiety and depression and all these things that I had to go through and that was a long journey and that was an unpleasant and difficult season of my life uh but uh as I began to give my life over to God and, and trust and, and allow him to change my life. I've been able to, to take steps forward in transforming my life into becoming who I am today. And, you know, for me, uh, in my current role right now that I've just stepped into, you know, I never saw myself even being able to do that. You know, that was a, that was a pipe dream, something that I thought, ah, you know, that's for other people who are way more skilled than me or have, uh, you know, just gifting on their life that to be see myself in that light but as a part of my journey God has built confidence in me he's he's helped me to see myself in a way that uh, in which he created me and not the way that I saw it myself and so uh, you know I've had to push through adversity and, and continue to build my life through adversity in order to become who I am today and that will continue you know we never really make it we you know this side of heaven you know we, we continue to Transform our life and become better, and come closer to God, and and you know work on different areas in our life. And I think we'll do that to the day that we die. Uh, but for me, my comeback story is one of um, overcoming self doubt and uh, and unbelief in myself because uh, I just didn't see myself in that way. And and you know you you might have a similar story. You know you might have gone through uh, a situation in your life where really knocked you confidence, or um, something's happened to you that that just uh, maybe you know just really made you self-doubt yourself or um, maybe you've gone through something that's actually derailed your life you know maybe it's drugs and alcohol maybe it's a broken marriage you know maybe it's been raised in a broken home or and no one's ever really uh, spoken well into your life and, and encouraged you or and you've never been in that sort of environment Maybe you've lost a job in this season. Maybe you've had a huge setback like that and you're wondering how am I going to come back from this and, and your family's relying on you or, or you know, uh, maybe it's a health thing. Maybe you've got a bad report from the doctor and you're looking at your life thinking, I don't know what my future's going to look like. Am I going to come back from this? And, you know, I, I think that you can come back from this. And uh, if my journey is anything to go by, I know that God will do to do in order to get you back to where he wants you to be and all we need to do is rely on him and so today I want to I want to help you to build through adversity and I want to look at uh, Nehemiah 4 verse 1 to 6 today and we're going to read this and then we'll we're going to pull something out of it uh, that I think will really help you to build through adversity so Nehemiah 4 verse 1 to 6 when Sanballat heard that we were building, rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly incensed. He ridiculed the Jews. And in the presence of his associates in the army of Samaria, he said, what are those feeble Jews doing? Will they restore their war? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble, burned as they are? Tobiah, the Ammonite, who was at his said, what are... What they are building, even a fox climbing up on it, would break down their wall of stones. And this is Nehemiah's response. He says, Hear us, our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. So we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached its height, for the people worked with all their heart. I just want to give you some context to this story. So Nehemiah uh, and the Israelites in this situation, they're rebuilding uh, the wall of uh, in Jerusalem. So what had happened, the, the nation of Israel uh, had become a great nation under King David, and then Solomon took over and built a temple and built the city walls. And unfortunately, uh, the nation of Israel turned from god and uh and because of that the babylon the Babylonians actually uh, overthrew them and and uh, uh, destroyed all of israel and so they went into exile they went into captivity they were scattered and uh so there was this whole comeback trail that they had to co- had to go on and uh this is where this story is you know king Cyrus um from Persia he actually overthrew the Babylonians uh, and rebuilt the temple on the on the on behalf of the Jews uh, and then Artaxerxes uh, from Persia who was ruling under Nehemiah in Nehemiah's time um, uh, granted Nehemiah permission to go and rebuild the walls in Jerusalem because Nehemiah had become really sad about uh, his nation uh, still not becoming a nation and so uh, this is this is building the wall and what happened is uh, Nehemiah went back to his people he he set the vision of saying you know this is what the king has allowed us to do we're going to rebuild the wall and he gathered everyone together uh, you know old young uh, you know men women daughters sons all gathered together and just got in and rebuilt the wall and they worked outside of their uh, skill sets so that's what I love about this story is that they all just gathered together and got in and and uh, but they faced opposition the whole way, and that's what this story, this part of this story is. This is just one of the things uh, that they faced was ridicule from the opposing armies that were in that region, and uh, and this is a, a difficult and unpleasant situation that they're in. They're trying to rebuild their home, and yet they're being ridiculed and opposed by the surrounding armies who don't want them to do it. And you know this, this is uh, this is what happens in life. You know, we, we face these setbacks on our comeback trail. We face adversity. Uh, things don't always go the way we want to go. Other people don't want us to succeed uh, the way that we want to succeed because uh, they're too focused on what they want to do. They don't see the vision that we have. They don't see the hopes and dreams that we have because it's not theirs. Uh, and so this is this is what they're they're going through and, and this is what we go through at, uh, all the time on our comeback but what I love about this, uh, the real insight in here is, uh, is that they built with all their heart. They built with all their heart. And I think that is the real key of building through adversity. So if you want to build anything uh, great in your life, you've got to believe in it. You've actually got um, you to put your heart into it. And in order to put your heart in something, you really need to believe in what you're doing. You know, I've had um, many jobs in my life and many of those jobs uh, I haven't loved you know there's been so many jobs that I've that I've done over the years um, you know before I got into pastoring uh, that you know I just did them because I had to you know I had to make money uh, and I I would get up and go and I'd like it for the first little while but over time I'd start to lose interest in it and you know the reason I was unable to stick at these sorts of jobs was because my heart wasn't in it I didn't love them and uh, I didn't love my time and attention into I was doing it because I had to and uh, you know this is I think is the real key if you want to build something uh, great in your life if you want to do something great with your life or you've you've got to believe in what you do you've got to put your heart into it and uh, you know Matthew 6 verse 19 to 21 says do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moss and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break and steal, for where your treasure is there your heart will be also you know uh, this this works both ways Uh, it works in the way that um you know it helps us to see where our heart is at you know if if we're um you know if we're not into something um and you you know you're just doing it because you because you don't you know you just have to through adversity you won't actually um, give it all you got because you just don't care about it Uh, and if you want to actually uh, you know push through something you've I think you've actually got to got to be able to see uh, you know what it could be you've got to believe in it you know I uh, recently built a pool in my backyard and uh, at Christmas time it was uh, 40 degrees there were plenty of days over 40 and I just, um, for me personally, I set out to build this pool. And uh, it wasn't so much about just having a pool. It was more about what I was building for my family. Uh, and I had setback after setback uh, trying to build this pool. There was, I actually made a few mistakes at the beginning that actually had this snowball effect. Because I'd never built an above ground pool before, uh, it, was a, it was a learning curve. Uh, but you know, I was able to just persevere because, uh, it wasn't, I, I had this goal in mind that I was creating, uh, you know, a positive experience for my family who, whom I love, like I love my family. So because I love my family, I was actually able to work really hard on it and push through some of those setbacks. You know, I worked some days, you know, from nine o'clock in the morning till 10 or 11 o'clock at night, uh, in, you know, 40 degree heat, some days were 43, for you know if you asked me to do that for anything else I probably wouldn't have done it uh you know I probably couldn't be bothered but because I uh because I love my family and I had a goal to have it done by Christmas because I really wanted it to be a good Christmas present for my for my kids uh, I was able to really push through and just get it done unfortunately I didn't make it by Christmas which was disappointing but uh we got there you know the week after and we were able to enjoy that as a family which for me was uh was the goal and you know, this is what happens uh, in life. We we face adversity, uh, but we have to continue to build. And if you want to if you want to push through, you've just got to uh, have a heart for that thing. You know, um, for us as a church, uh, or, or you know, I really think uh, for us as a church, as we come back on this comeback trail, uh, if we don't believe in what we're doing, we won't push through. We we won't. I don't. I don't want to say we won't, because we will, because God builds His church. But in terms of how we come back and how well we come back, it's really up to us. Like we, there is a there is a component that we need to do uh, in this next season, and so there are going to be there there is going to be adversity, there is going to be setbacks, because uh, you know we can't meet together right now. This this is what this situation creates, and so we need to be able to uh, push. Uh, and have a heart for it now, the other side of this scripture that I was uh, talking about in Matthew six is uh, where you put your treasure uh, is also where your heart will be there's a there's a principle here, and so it's actually about investment and what I've discovered is uh, if your heart isn't in something, once you start investing in it, your heart will turn towards it you know when I first moved to Sheon i uh, you know, we were establishing ourselves, you know, starting a new life here in Shepparton uh, and I'd left uh, all the things that I knew and loved behind, you know, friends, family, uh, hobbies, you know, I loved surfing, that whole lifestyle was a big part of my life, Uh, our church, which we were heavily involved in uh, at the time and to come back here, uh, to move to Shepparton, it took me uh, time to find out what I enjoyed doing and where I was going to put my time and effort and one of the things I started doing was uh, getting into the AFL. Now, I grew up not watching the AFL at all. In Queensland, it's just not that big. Um, you know, it was something that was just on the TV on Saturday morning um, that uh, or Saturday afternoon that you just you, you, you flick past. You never really stop to watch it because it just wasn't a big thing up there. And then uh, I met Aston, whose family is totally into AFL, and so they got me into it. And so when we moved to Shepherd and I really started getting into it. And uh, I, I really, uh, at first, took me a while to, to take a liking to it because there's so much to understand about the rules and the gameplay and uh, how it all works and the strategy that they use and uh, the different roles. And, and that took me time to get my head around. But as I started to invest in it, I started to understand it and put time and effort into understanding it, it, my, I actually became quite fond of it. And uh, I, I then started looking forward to watching it. And, you know, to the point that, uh, you know, we started going to games in uh, Melbourne because I wanted to go and watch them live and, and really looking forward to grand final day as a family and all getting around and watching it. And uh, for me, the, the principle in that was because I invested my time and effort into understanding and watching it, I grew uh, my heart. I, my, I had a heart for it like I actually uh, wanted that my Ge- you know Geelong team uh, who I started following because that's you know Aston's family is into it uh, uh, that's the team I adopted and and it was easy at that time because uh, Geelong was winning every game at that point they were uh, top of the league so that would, made it extra fun uh, but but as I as I invested my time I, I really enjoyed uh, I, I wanted my team to and I, and you know, I started doing all the footy tipping at work, and all those sorts of things. And that's the principle: whatever you put your treasure in, there your heart will be also. And the same goes for um, for, for God's kingdom. Uh, you know, if we if we uh, put our uh, investment into God's kingdom, if we put it into His church, which is a part of His kingdom, um, we can actually start to turn our heart towards those things. That's why uh, tithing so important. That's why uh, investing our time and energy and our faith into church will actually really help uh, steer your heart towards that thing so that you believe in it, that you're invested in it, you want it to succeed. And so, you know, if, if you want to um, build your life in a way that is uh, aligned with God's kingdom purposes, start investing in them. Start investing. Don't just sit back and wait for, uh, for, for it to happen. It won't actually happen as you begin to serve on in the church and and invest your time and your money and your effort you'll actually uh believe in this uh this thing that god wants to do and i think that that's a really important key for this next season you know uh we're quite disconnected at the moment where uh it's hard to invest in what god wants to do uh in and through this church at the moment because it's um uh, we can't meet in that way in the way that we normally would but i'd encourage you invest time in. Uh, Continue to give. Um, Look for ways to connect. uh, Maybe running a connect group, or or um, getting around someone and and praying for them, or or checking in on them, or uh, you know, just find ways in which you can uh, invest in the church in this current season. You know, if you get the opportunity to come on Sunday, come on Sunday. Uh, Don't don't uh, don't let those opportunities go. Uh, And as you do, that's a that's an investment that you're making. Uh, into this church that will actually turn your heart towards this church and so you know we're on a comeback trail and uh and there there's always adversity in, in any comeback and i'd encourage you if you can put your heart into whatever you're going through uh and and uh and investing it into god's king kingdom purposes uh you'll be able to push through adversity so matthew 6 33 but seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. There's a principle here that I believe that I actually put my whole life on, in that I I always want to live a life where I'm putting um, God's kingdom first in my life. Everything else comes second to that. And as you do that, um, God builds the rest of your life. He 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 uh, you know he opens the right doors at the right time. He, he makes things work out for you that just weren't work out um, and and I've seen that time and time again in my life where you know I just wasn't sure maybe a bill wasn't going to get paid or doors have just supernaturally opened that I just never really would have thought would have opened and as I've uh, continued to put God first in my life uh, he's continued to build, build mine and so I'd encourage you in this next season don't spend all your time just um, trying to build your own life uh, and I think there's a real temptation this season to just lose sight of uh, God's church and what He wants to do through this church because uh, it's hard to invest in it. Uh, and so, I'd encourage you be intentional about investing in God's kingdom, and putting Him first. Well, that that concludes my message today. I uh, I hope that it has encouraged you. Um, I hope it gives you uh, you know some direction in this next season for for um, you know this whole uh, restriction season that we're in and uh you know I'd love to just pray over you right now if if're you're, if you're struggling in your situation, maybe uh, uh your heart is just uh, in, a, in a in a tough place right now um I would just love to pray over that uh, and you know if maybe you've lost a bit of hope for the future and maybe you've lost a bit of hope in maybe the church or um maybe people or or your work or your job or whatever it is to pray over that. So let's uh, commit that to God this morning. Lord, I thank you for every single person in our church. I pray for every single person watching uh, this today, Lord God. Lord, I just pray that, uh, you know, if there's been setbacks in this season or maybe setbacks in their life and it's just been, uh, you know, just roadblock after roadblock because you uh, they haven't been able to, to get past that part in their life, Lord God. Lord, I just pray that you would uh, give them uh, the faith, uh, the belief, and the heart to push through those moments, Lord God, and that You would actually supernaturally uh, come beside them and and open the right doors. That You would bring breakthrough, Lord God. That You would bring healing. That You would bring strength, Lord, and that uh, uh, in this season in particular, Lord God, that this would be a uh, just a milestone in people's lives where they look back and see that You did something amazing uh, and turned things around in this season. Lord, I thank you for it, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. To stay in touch with Encounter, follow us on Instagram at encounter.cc or find us on Facebook at encounter.shepherd.